Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number nine. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And we are here this week to give you all the latest and greatest in technology for your small to medium-sized business, helping you to be more productive, more efficient, and... Uh, and cheap. And cheap. And cheap. <laughs> Not necessarily. You get what you pay for, my friends. Well, you know what? That's ironic that we should bring that up, isn't it, Cliff? Yes, it is. I understand that you just spent uh, a, a significant chunk of change, only <laughs> when you think about it, you spent like pennies on this new technology. Tell me about it. Well, it was thousands of pennies, actually. Oh, yes. But here's the funny thing. I have an Amazon A-Store account, so I can get affiliate money and stuff. And I figured out that I can reduce the price of what I bought by by a few dollars if if I buy it from myself through my affiliate store. So so I spent a hundred and uh you know sixty dollars and I made four dollars. So right. pretty good deal. Anyway I bought the Kodak, is it Z I eight? Is that what it's called? Yes, the Kodak Z I eight. I'm putting a link in the show notes to my review of this camera uh for those in the chat room because they were asking for it. Uh but anyway, yeah the Kodak Z I eight is a is a pocket HD camera camcorder and this thing now um i went and I, I think i've got a four gig card in mine which means i can record like up to two hours wow two, two or four or something hours worth of uh 720p or 1080p video 720p 60 frames a second wow. and they're they're asking is it better than a flip absolutely better than a flip uh, yeah. and, the, and why? N- number one reason why. Number one reason why is it has audio input. And folks, if you have never listened to a podcast, uh, a podcast Answer Man episode, I encourage you to go check out the episode I put out today. It is episode number 134 at podcastanswerman.com. And it was the first time. Now, the the video review that I did or the little testimonial or, or product mm-hmm. review of the Kodak Z I eight. I was just playing around with it. But the first fully produced video using the Kodak Z I eight is Podcast Answer Man episode number one thirty four. And it has an audio input, which means I can take the audio from my mixer and I send that directly into the camera, which means that if I have a lapel mic on or if I'm talking into my studio mic or if I'm having a conversation with somebody via Skype or I want to bring in audio clips from my one other computer where I have all my voicemails, I can do all of that and send that audio into the camera versus the little tiny little notch that they call a microphone <laughs> into these little flip videos and all these other ones right. to where your voice is real tinty. And if you have the camera on the other side of the room, well, you can right. hardly hear. Uh, now, how much did per- that mic cost? That, uh, you just, Cliff just did an awesome, I didn't even get to watch the whole thing, but you just did an awesome, um, t- uh, t- what do you call it, tour of your studio there and you had a you had a mic how much did that little mic cost you had plugged in all right i'm looking it up right now that is the i did the audio technica that was the mt 830r and i'll get you a price on that 
That's right. You because you sell it, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> That's right, baby. Uh, let's see here. You're looking at Walmart. We got Cliff Mart. That's right. Um, it is one eighty ninety five. So about it's it's one eighty one. Gotcha. And it gotcha. is to, it's totally worth it. It is a wired lavalier mic, and I prefer using wired if, if the situation um, calls if it if it's feasible for the situation. And what I mean by that is is if you're actually going to be in a situation where you're pretty much seated and and you're going to be within let's say. 10 to 15 or 20 feet from where you would plug it in uh, to the mixer, then absolutely I would go wired all the way because then you don't have to worry about interference. You don't have to worry about batteries going dead halfway through your production, all these other things. Now, wireless is totally awesome uh, and and is probably uh, better used out in the field and all these other places. Uh, But yeah, wired, I, I like it. And it actually turned out really well. In fact, I, the only thing I regret about that video tour of the studio uh-huh. is that I switched over to my high LPR 40 yeah. and the yeah. audio was a little punchy. And the reason why the audio is punchy, and I didn't get to actually dis- explain this in the video because, well, I didn't know the vi- audio was punchy until afterwards, but it has a lot to do with the compressors and... Um, Oh, within the camera or whatever? No, well, there's two things. Number one, the camera has built-in automatic gain control, which you can't, okay. which you cannot turn off. Okay. And and so what happens is when the, I I use a compressor limiter gate, which um, if I'm going to mute you for just a second, Andy. Okay, so you're not going to be able to respond, or you actually you will be able to respond. We just won't hear you. <laughs> All right. So if for those of you who are listening, put some headphones on uh, if you're listening to the podcast and listen to this. So I just muted Andy and I want you to hear right here. Now, when I'm not talking, it is completely silent. All right. And so now I'm going to bring Andy back on. So now but what's what happens is I have a what's called a gate, which will actually take the any audio below a certain level and it says, I'm not letting that pass through. That is not getting into the recording. You're going to have to actually talk at a, at a, at a decibel range higher than this point for me to let gotcha. your audio pass through. So basically, mm-hmm. if there's a fan on in the studio and I'm not talking, the sound of the fan is not going to be actually showing up in the audio. Yeah. And what happens is because the, the, the camera has automatic gain control. So when it's silent, it actually is amplifying the signal. And then all of a sudden, when I start talking again, uh, my audio is coming through and, and you have this like sound. And what happens yeah. is I'm talking and boom, the, the camera's like, whoa, that's a lot of audio. And then it gains, it's automatically gaining the audio down so that it, so that I'm not too loud. And so whenever I, it, I, it was actually fighting the automatic gain control. So the, the high LPR 40 actually, unfortunately did not get a good, uh, a really good <laughs> demo there because it was actually punching against that automatic gain control. That may have been, a, that may have I been, won't a hold little, it against you. yeah, it may be a little too technical to go into for business tech weekly, but the Kodak ZI eight, it is HD video, but it has the ability to do built in audio, which is huge. Yeah. You're going to love it, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I just have to figure out in a really practical way, as I try to do with all my purchases, you know, how is it going to help my business? And I think what it's going to do is it's going to prompt me to say, listen, Andy, you put all this money for a camera, you better use it. You better start producing uh, you know, content with it 
So uh, my friend Jay in the chat room, plus member. Jay, I don't remember what plus number you are, but you're a plus member. Um, I purchased it for 160 I think. Yeah, and I a black one. Yeah, I I paid one seventy nine at Best Buy. Right. Off you the got? Show. Did you get the girly red one? Uh, no, I actually got the black one. I had the oh, okay, I had good. the only one they had in stock. In stock. Although the it didn't matter to me which one I had. When I actually I I saw this on GeekBrief.tv, which is one of my <laughs> I favorite saw that. tech podcasts. And I'm not kidding you. By by the time I finished watching that video, which is her shows are about seven minutes in length. I had I had my own ZI8 in my hand purchased and in my hands within 30 minutes nice. of watching that video. That's so such if, a, that's such a dude thing to do. <laughs> well, it, it, it is. It, I don't know if it's such a dude thing as much as it is this is I've been wait I've had my eye on the HD handheld camcorder market for well as 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 long as it's HD cameras have been out and you know yeah. the the flip the flip minnow the you know the all these the the webby uh, all of these cameras have come out and every single time I'm like does it have built-in audio does it have built-in audio no <laughs> nope, not yet nope, nope, so nope. up until now for you to get professional sounding audio into yeah. your video you had to record your audio separately, you know, put them to, you know, and, and that's not difficult to do. It's just time consuming. Right. And, well, and it's like that, those things are made to be simple. That's the whole point. Yes. Right. I mean, the whole idea is, hey, this is dead easy. So that's the way that's the way it should be anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Interactive one, two, three says just watched part of that video. Wow. High quality video. It, that's it. That, that's the reason why I've actually put off. For so long, it is like, and by the way, the as far as video quality is concerned, uh, is it better than the others? No. If the other ones are are eight or HD, they're just as good as as in video. The, what makes this one better is the audio input. I mean, having the ability to punt that in, it, it's what definitely caused me to run out the door. And in fact, I made I made three phone calls before as soon as I finished watching <laughs> that episode. I, I called around. Do you have this in stock? Do you have this in stock? Best Buy was the third place I called. They said I've got it in stock. I said I'll be there in ten minutes. Right. And right. I and I was. So yeah. Yeah. Well, good investment. You're already using it. I know you're going to use it more, and so. We'll keep each other accountable to that. Now, I did. I did buy a kind of a sweet little case for it, but it's not. It hasn't been sent out yet. But I, um, yeah, be okay. careful with the screen um, on the the viewing screen. I was carrying it around in my pocket the first couple of days. Not a good idea. It's <laughs> the, the, it's got a plastic viewing screen, and unlike the iPhone, it. I've already got two scratches on the actual um, on the view screen, which is not a big deal. I mean, yeah. but knowing what I know now, it's like, yeah, I I, I got a little uh, felt carrying case now that I, I I would stick it in. So, but yeah, uh, it, but you know, the thing is, this is amazing. This is talking about technology. This is business technology here. This thing it's under two hundred dollars. Now, when I first really had a desire to start doing some video and, and stuff like that, I went to the store, bought a 16 by 9 uh, hard drive-based uh, camcorder, right. st- standard definition. How much? And I spent $700 on it, and it did not have an audio input. <laughs> and you know what's so funny, Cliff, is we got all these big deals about cell phones, yada, yada, yada. 
and I'll tell you one of the biggest jumps in cell phones is for like the HTC phones. People love those phones, but they've always had, they didn't have the right earphone input. Isn't it just amazing for all the amazing, uh, I just used amazing twice in a sentence, sorry, I'll back up. Isn't it great yes. <laughs> and interesting that for all the technology that they have, we want it to be simple. Well, I want to plug something in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So Interactive says, what do I buy first, the digital recorder or the video camera? And uh, that depends. It, it, it really depends on where your, um, you know, where your desired content is going to come from and what your, your channel would be. So I, and, and that's not something that and this is the one thing I do in my consulting with my clients is, you know, people ask me, you know, so so what's the first piece of equipment that I should buy or the Heil's the best equipment is like, you know, believe it or not. I tell people that Heil, the Heil microphone is not the micro, microphone for you. People might be shocked to learn that I would say that. But, uh, you know, it, it's always, you know, what is your format of your show? Are you, what is the environment in which you'll be recording? Are you recording in studio, out in the field? You know, there's so many different things that you, that you need to consider when doing that. But uh, hopefully, hopefully... Um, you know, as far as, you know, do you need the video first or do you want the Edderall first or the digital audio recorder first? And that's, I, I would, I would say you need the digital audio recorder first because I sell audio equipment. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Let me give a different answer to that, Cliff, yeah, which I'm is, kidding. and I know Kirk, uh, um, Interactive123, that's his company. But the issue I think is, and this is why I got the camera, is what's going to help my business yeah. grow right now. Yep. And so I don't need the digital recorder because I've got Cliff Ravenscraft. <laughs> okay. So that, you know, you take care of that piece of it. But I, you know, somewhere down the line, I'll get that stuff. But what I need for my business right now is to start to produce some good videos yep. and tutorials and otherwise. And so that's why I went out and I, and I got the camera because it's going to help mm-hmm. yep. right away. You know, and that's what, that's what this show is about. It's about, it's not about, um, you know, uh, some random sims game that you waste your time on or facebook while you're at work this is about how you can use technology to help your business right. and so just so you know cliff if you want to, if we want to talk about video today we got enough people in the chat room we can keep going that way or we can go to whatever we were going to talk about but yeah, i'll we'll, let you yeah we'll, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear in this episode which i think you know we pretty much are using this week to kind of uh just lead us into next week anyway uh, yeah, I'm good, so pumped. Yeah, we'll talk. So a, pumped. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. Uh, but to go back to that question, which one's the most important? Like, if you were to ask me, which one's the most important to me? And that's the only person I can answer that for without knowing your sick, sick circumstances. For me, I'm an audio guy. So, and and as evidenced by the fact that I've put off the purchase of an, an HD video camera until finally they had an H, uh, an audio input one that is <laughs> sub 200 yeah. and 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 is is excellent um, but yet I have two Edderall recorders here one for regular use every single day the other one is for uh, use out in the field when Stephanie's still back here recording audio content um, and, and the other one is to be honest with you is backup for me as a podcaster, I'm an audio podcaster. Sure, I just released a video episode. Is the first video episode I put out within, you know, at, at, well, out of let's put it this way, out of 1,800 podcast episodes. I was going to say, yeah, you've done 1,800 podcasts, and it's like, yeah, I think you're an audio guy. Yeah, you have 
video. <laughs> exactly. Now, and, and also, let me just put it this way. Um, I've recorded, I, I typically on Thursday will record anywhere between 7 to 11 audio podcast episodes in perfect broadcast quality audio. I mean, rivaling any FM radio station in the world. I can produce 9 to 11 of those. That 30-minute video took me 30 minutes to record. It took me an hour and 30 minutes to do post-production on it. and Which was good. Which was good, by the way. Thank you. And then it took me about an hour and 45 minutes to render the video which, be, which by, by the way, I didn't have to be there to do. My computer did all that hard work. Right, right, right. And then I had to uh, convert it to iTunes or to an iPhone format. I had to upload that. That upload took an hour because it's you know it was a significant size file. Um, and then I also had to upload it to Vimeo, which took about two and a half hours. And yeah, then I had upload to, slow. And then I had to wait for them to render it out. Literally. Total production on that 30-minute video uh, from the time that I start the project until I can even possibly put it online is at least five to seven hours. Yeah. So five to seven hours for one 30-minute little production versus my audio where I can produce 11 totally awesome, perfect broadcast quality audio pieces of content. So that's why I'm an audio guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I look better in audio. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, I, it's just so you know, this is my wedding anniversary today. I'm oh, well, happy, for four years. Yeah. happy anniversary, man. Thank you. But what I want to say is I want to say that, which is um, just so everyone knows I'm a very happily married man. But Cliff, I, I have to agree. You do look great on audio. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. What I love the most is that I don't have to wear pants in audio. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, just remember that when you go to video. Okay. Hey, uh, we had a couple questions in the chat. Yeah. Like crazy amounts of chat stuff going on today. It's pretty awesome. So loving it. Thanks. Thanks for joining us at gspn.tv slash live. Um so there was a question about uh YouTube uploads and that you know the the the, uh, the video that people are, are capturing when they upload it to um YouTube, it's just really Horrible. So, Cliff, what's the answer to that? Uh, you mean as far as the quality of YouTube videos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, they'll have it, they'll upload it, and then it's... Yeah, it's well, totally- you, you don't have your video settings correct is the, is the issue there. Um, you, need to, you, you need to be able to uh, put... Matter of fact, I have the settings here. Let me, let me just read it to you real quick. And sure. uh, YouTube HD, because by the way, YouTube has always, I mean, they just put out the ability to do HD. I don't know if it's even been a year yet. It may have been a year. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had HD to upload, so I really hadn't paid <laughs> a whole lot of attention to it. But the problem is, is they were in business for years with their crappy standard definition video which was highly compressed and really really awful so that's yeah. why a, a majority of the content out there is really bad and yeah. i feel really bad for the people who have been quote-unquote content producers who have literally hundreds of episodes of c- quality content but crappy video on on their youtube channels and and how much 
you know, work and effort went into doing that. And now, you know, when you compare what they've done with what, you know, these, you know, teenagers are putting out, uh, you know, in HD, it's just it's just sickening to think of that. Although today you can upload very high quality HD video to uh, to YouTube. Uh, the first thing you need to do is it your your video has to be in H.264 compression. Uh, that is a certain kind of uh, for video format compression or codec, and it is important that you, you do it in H.264. That's what allows the Flash players to to use that, uh, to decode that kind of compression. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the size of the of the actual video the aspect ratio needs to be 1280 by 720 pixels uh that's very important and the bit rate is required and and of course if you're into video and and you have you're setting up your all your settings all of this stuff is in there uh but your bit rate must be between 3000 to 5000 kilobits per second Uh, i usually just choose 4000 because it's right in between the the requirements and then uh-huh. the video must be deinterlaced. All right. And then, of course, what you do is as soon as you have that, you you export it, you upload that file up to YouTube. And what will happen is once it's uploaded, YouTube will immediately make your uh, video available as soon as they've kind of uploaded it. Uh, however, for the first maybe two hours, sometimes even three hours, while your video is being processed, the HD version of it's being processed, it's still available for two to three hours on your YouTube channel, but it is in that very cruddy, low-quality format. And it just has a little little note up the top that says, uh, video is still being processed, video quality will be greatly, or may be greatly increased after video is finished processing. So, right. so I think what you can do is if you have a YouTube channel, which you're using as a distribution method, what you should be able to do is actually uh, upload the video, mark it as private so that nobody can see it, wait till the video is completely 100% processed, right. and then once you know that the HD version is available, then go in and make it public, which will put it out in the, into the distribution channel. Right, but yeah, and, ten minutes is the only problem that I had with have with YouTube is that you're limited to ten minutes. But no, you can get perfect HD video on YouTube now. Well, and let's talk about this, okay? So your your video is not on YouTube. This one's not because it's thirty minutes in length, and I did not right. feel like chunking it, uh, breaking it up into three ten minute segments. Which brings us to another point, which is, I, and I actually have had some conversations with folks, not at Vimeo, but. Uh, at Vidler, have you seen Vidler? That's what uh, yeah, Vidler's great. Verichuk uses. Okay, yep. It's like it's like fifteen people in this office in Pennsylvania. It's yeah. So it's amazing. So you've got this monster, you know, YouTube, but then you have Vidler where you can actually create chapters on your video, and people can comment on specific points in the video. So as your video is playing, it'll show those comments on that specific part of the video. I mean, you know, their their embedded player is sweet on Vidler. Um, and it's just this tiny little company. So that's what I love about video now, uh, and I kind of hate it too, is that there's, there's a lot of options. Yeah. Um, but I think when you're talking about quality, one option is don't, don't use YouTube if that's your issue. 
you know, well, use use a different one. Well, actually, I, w- I will say, you know, it, the the quality is no longer an issue with YouTube. the The issue with YouTube these days, again, it is simply the 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 time, you know, the time limit of ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm going to tell you, if your video, if you can get your content ten minutes or less, I'm going to tell you go straight to YouTube. Use, oh yeah. Use the other ones. But use YouTube, and and the reason why I say that is because you talk about a distribution channel that has has a lot of uh, has a large community. YouTube is the place, and yeah. somebody ha- who has a, a Yahoo or a, a Yahoo who has a Google ID, they're ch- taking a look at your video, and all of a sudden, underneath your name, it says subscribe. Well, guess what? They YouTube every time somebody subscribes to your video, you put a new video on YouTube, they get an email. Or they get some kind of notification saying, hey, somebody that you're subscribed to just released a new video. Come check right. it out. Right. And, and I, I've heard it said that YouTube is you know, the second or third search engine in the world. Meaning you know, for a URL that people are looking, you know, people always think of Google.com or Bing or whatever. That people, and I do this all the time. I don't know what you do, Cliff. But when I'm looking for how to do something or I'm looking for a review on a product, Sometimes I'll skip the whole Google mess and I'll go to YouTube because, yes. you know, just like that, the camera we're talking about, the Kodak ZI8, um, that, that if I want to see, I don't want to read about it. I want to see it. I want right. to see somebody have it in their hands. You know what I mean? Exactly. Absolutely. Now, Dave in the uh, Dave DeFore in our chat room says less than ten minutes is good. Commun- is a good uh, for communication length uh, on a video anyway. It forces you to be concise. And also, you know, we're talking about, um, or we haven't been talking about, but that's a good point <laughs> to bring up people's attention spans and almost uh, also how much time do they have to devote to whatever it is that you're sharing. Now, I totally agree with that. Now, the reason why I went 30 minutes on my video is because this is something that people have been begging me. I, literally, I've had people begging me for a studio tour for two years now. Um, they, they have been begging for it. And I've never really wanted to put out um, a video until I at least felt like I could put out a decent not only video uh, um, video quality, but also decent audio quality along with it. And... I just never really felt like I had the equipment until just recently to, to right. pull that off. And yeah, I, so that's why I did it. But I totally agree. 10 minutes or less is is definitely uh, the format to shoot for unless you're creating content that is um, something that you know people want, that they're interested in the longer format. And, uh, and in fact, I'm working on – I'm going to be working on some – uh, video tutorial products that will be probably like I'm going to be doing a how to pot, you know, podcasting 101 video tutorial se- series, which will probably be about a five to seven part video series where sure. each part is about 30 minutes each. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and, and but you that's think a, about that, that's about value. You know, it's yes. like I don't want to spend money on something and have it be four minutes long. Mm hmm. You know, even if it gives, honestly, even if it gave me everything I needed to know in four minutes, I would feel much better if they stretched it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you have some highly technical information that people really desire, you can go beyond. But it is, I, I, I will tell you, you'll, even with my 30 minute video, there's going to be some people who just won't watch the whole thing. And I get right. that. And that's cool. Uh, and, and if I was to do a video t- tour of 10 minutes and I were more concise, I'd get more views. 
Uh, there's yep. no question about that. But I, I happen to know my audience for Podcast Answer Man, and a majority of them are going to take every single minute of that 30-minute episode, and they're going to find value in it. And and that's what I was shooting for. I, I wanted to give them a little bit, you know, they've been waiting for this thing for so long, so that's where sure. I was going with that. But uh, being on YouTube, I, I tell you, that, that is a missed opportunity. If you're producing video and you're not putting it on YouTube, you are missing an opportunity, my friends. Right. Even if you have to slice it up. Yep. And, and I think that's a great point. I was kind of dissing YouTube, but I think I diss YouTube because of the controls. But I still, I'd still tell my clients I work with, you know, hey, use Vidler if you want to embed a player because uh, you get a lot more controls yep. and things like that. But yep. also put your videos on YouTube. And there's a, there's a site, and maybe Kirk in the chat room can tell me what it is, but you can send it out, one video, and it sends it out to all those different services oh, yeah. at the same time. Um, goodness, I, I, haven't, the name of it. I haven't used it in forever, but uh, I Well, do. I got mad at it because they rejected me. Like, yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to sign up and be legitimate, and apparently they thought I was you know, selling drugs or something, that they, I wasn't good enough to be aggregated across all those different sites, but... And that's the other cool thing. It's like, well, Andy, I don't have to upload these to seven different sites. Well, you know, there's there's a site out there, maybe two, that you can actually upload one video and it sends it to all those different uh, sites, which is pretty slick. It's TubeMogul, by the way. TubeMogul, there you go. Yeah, and I have an account with TubeMogul and I will be honest with you, I wasn't happy with it. Um, yeah. it, it did not do what I really thought it should do. And there were, you know, it, it made it to some places, but not others. And it was just really crazy. So I was, I'm, I was not a fan of tube mogul myself. What I'm I, glad. what I decided is I, I checked out a bunch of, I, I've got accounts at Vidler. I've got an account at blip.tv. I've yep. got an account at Vimeo and Vimeo for me. What I love is, is that I can produce, I can embed videos and if you go to Podcast Answer Man episode number 134, you tell me what player that is. Now, of course, everybody's going to know because I just said it's Vimeo. There is no branding for Vimeo on my player. Wow. My, my brand, the only brand that is going to be displayed on that video and that player is gspn.tv and podcastanswerman.com. I do not want a logo of another business. And I actually pay for... I pay for that ability, and, and right. it, it's important to me to not brand somebody else if I can afford to do so, because my brand is what I'm shooting to market here. Right, absolutely. And, and if you're willing to pay a little bit for that, then by all means, you know, should take, the, take the labels off, you know? Yep, yep, that's exactly right. So anyway, I, this, is, this is interesting stuff. Uh, business technology, I, I think the idea here is that um, I would really encourage people, if you haven't ever created a video project, project um, consider it. You know, consider adding some video to your site. Uh, the only thing I am going to stress here, and, and, and here, oh man, how do I say this? Because I have so many competing philosophies and principles and values when it comes to telling people about producing video. Mm. There's a there's this value and principle in my mind that says, listen, if you wait for if you wait until you get it perfect, you'll never do it. You know. Yeah. So let's make that let's make that point number one, okay? Yeah. I, th- I think I, I see where you're going with this, Cliff, and I really like it. So we'll just keep going that route, which is number one. And, and Cliff, you just said it, but don't don't wait to be perfect on video. This is correct. Or don't wait for don't don't wait till you're perfect on anything. <laughs> on Thank anything. You. 
You, yeah. you, you need a website? Then you need a website. Get right. a website up there. You can always improve your website. Uh, you know, you you need audio, and and you've got a low budget. You, well, start producing audio. Uh, it, my clients, the the problem that so many ha- people have is paralysis by analysis. Amen. Love it. Repeat it, brother. Paralysis, paralysis by, by analysis. analysis. That's Which right. is basically you read books. You yeah. go to webinars. You go to seminars. You go to meetups. You go to whatever, and you don't do squat. That's with- exactly right. You, you sit there and you think, you know, oh, my gosh, somebody else is doing it so much better. And when I can get to that level, I'll be ready to release this thing. Right. But uh, here's the competing part, man. I will tell you, when it comes to this, sometimes you really do want to say, okay, I can understand distributing information in a less than professional manner. But when it comes, to, I, I am a, uh, you know, it's like this is my brand. Do I want my brand to reflect this low of a quality? Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 I think I don't think those are competing philosophies. I really don't because there's a there's a different there's a there's a far distance between junk and it's not perfect. Yeah. Okay? Yes. You know, but but people get paralyzed by it's not perfect. I'm going listen, listen to the podcast Answer Man episodes. You know. One through fifty, they're not going to be as good as one hundred through one hundred and fifty. You know, it's just, you know, you have to start somewhere, and the key word is start. You know, yeah. you have to do something, and so you know, I'm, I'm, and you know this because I'm, you're going to be a featured guest on it. But for the class that I'm starting, the seven week course that I'm doing, we're going to talk about using video, and one of the things I'm encourage people to do is just go start doing videos, but don't post them anywhere. Yeah. You know, but just start just start doing them in different settings, different lighting, indoors, outdoors, this room, that room, you know, do them for 3 minutes, do them for 5 minutes, but just start doing them because if you're waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect lighting, the perfect camera, the perfect everything, you're never going to do anything. And right. that will definitely not help your business. Right, right. And and of course, remember this that, you know, if you don't have content and you're just doing video just to put it then you might as well give it up. Uh, and, and, and I will tell you, if you have great content, the, the, you can get by with, a, you know, you can get by with it. Um, personally, I, I would not myself try to record a video uh, with a webcam and, and an onboard webcam microphone. But I can tell you that there have been times when I have, I, I wouldn't do it these days, but I have done it in the past. And where the information that I provided was something that people desperately wanted to hear. And you know what? They were so excited to get the information that I shared that they said, you know, that, that, well, they didn't say anything about the quality. They, they could care less. The, the person who was most concerned about the quality was me uh, because it's like, how is this representing who I am and how I look and, and, and stuff like that? But they were like, you know, wow, I have been waiting to learn how to do that. And this is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing this and it's like i'm glad i got that out there and right. and and so and i've always i've always been the type of person who you know i i'll try things i always try new things i i throw it against the wall and if it sticks i i go with it and if it doesn't i try something different and and that's the way you got to be in business and especially in technology and don't oh gosh jason van orden is a friend of mine he happens to be a a, a new media marketing guy as well 
And uh, he put out a Twitter quote uh, or a quote on Twitter from somebody today. And um, let me see if I can find it. I, I should have my Twitter messages still here, hopefully. And uh, do do Twitter. And I am going to man, my iPhone's going a little slow. And Cliff, what I just did in the chat room is I I kind of put our top three points here, which is one: avoid paralysis by analysis. Don't wait to be perfect before you put out a video. Number two. If it's really bad, don't put that out, but keep practicing until at least it's presentable. And the third one is great content is really king. Content is king. So if you have something really important to say, then that's yet another reason. Don't wait for the perfect video. Right. If people want to hear what you're going to say and it's important, then by all means, get it out there and get it out there on video. Exactly. And and I can't find that specific tweet, but the the idea is this. If you haven't failed, you know, in business, if you haven't failed doing things, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. You know, you're not taking enough risk. And so so do things and don't be afraid of failure. Get out there and be a thought leader. Be be a leader in an industry and 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 take risks mm-hmm. and understand that with risks there is going to be failure. And fa- yeah. and failure should be viewed as a good thing as long as you're willing to take the time to learn from it from whatever it is that that you failed at. And and that's something I I look back at all the things that I've done in in creating this, you know, this podcasting network and building a a career around podcasting is that I've not been afraid to try a ton of new things and I've tried some things and 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 there have, oh by the way this is another one is that try some things and then all of a sudden if you if you find that hey this is working you know but if it's not giving you the results that are going to make you know a, a big impact over your overall 5 year old, 5 year goals if if it's not going to if if it's working but it's not working to the degree that you think it should then don't be afraid to abandon something that's working but not working the way you want it to. Sure. And you know what? That's, that's, I, I call those things uh, a cheap education. Yeah. You know, when I fail at something, okay, let's just say I got, and I'm sorry for those who did, let's just say I got a flip cam, okay? Yep. And then I saw your, I saw your review on Podcast Answer Man about the Kodak ZI8. And I went, oh my gosh. Well, that would be a $100 education because I bought a flip and then I'm going to you know, give it to somebody else. But the point is if I can take my failures in business and just call them what they are, you failed, didn't go well, whatever, and learn from them, then they're not truly failures. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're learning points and you move on and you're smarter than you were before. And, and, that, and as that applies to video, I think that simply means start doing them. You know, the content will get better. The production will get better. The sound will get better. But start doing them. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and and don't feel bad if you bought the flip because guess what? I have the I have the uh, JVC Evero <laughs> hard drive based you know camcorder back here that I paid almost eight hundred bucks for and no audio input and I'm like oh whatever <laughs> and it's I mean literally this thing's been you I I I've had it for. Oh, four years. I've had this yeah. little the, this camcorder that I'm talking about. I've had it four years, and I probably haven't used it more than an hour. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's just it was that miserable. It's like wow. And, but you know what? I'm going to throw it on eBay. <laughs> I'm going to throw it on eBay. I and, saw you trying to sell it in the in the uh, in the in the preview video. You're like, and by the way, this one will be for sale. <laughs> yes, it will be if anybody's interested. Uh, yeah, that is so funny. 
But anyway, um, yeah, it is sad. They're saying that's just sad, Cliff. It is. It, but you know, it, it it just wasn't what I needed, and and I I unfortunately I went shopping with you know for a video camera without really thinking about what my needs were ahead of time, and boy. That was a valuable lesson. See, see, some people spend, you know, $20,000 a year on college. And I spent, you know, I spent 800 bucks at um, Best Buy University about, you know, <laughs> the, the value of, of, you know, taking some time to evaluate exactly what your needs are. And so yeah. it was, it was I, you know, and I have a degree in that now. And <laughs> You have a degree from the guys in the blue shirts. That's correct. Yes, yeah. I do. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things. Uh, we great, great discussion about video, and I'm excited for you. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of products that and and what kind of content you start uh, throwing out of. Uh, I appreciate the accountability. More profit <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited for my clients. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to to get it out there and be a part of that that uh, the next stage of the net, which is, you know, getting that video produced. Exactly. All right. So let's talk. You wanted to talk just briefly about. Um, uh, I tell you what. Let's put that one off. We'll, yeah. Let's do that. Let's put that one off. Uh, let's go ahead and just kind of set things up. I'm looking at the time here, and I was like, "Man, we're already at 40 minutes. I can't believe that." Yeah. We better is, start previewing. <laughs> this is too much fun, my friend. Uh, so we'll call this the unintentional video. Uh, you know, episode. <laughs> exactly. So, so let's talk about set, setting things up for next week because next week's big. Uh, first of all, the name Jason Freed may not be familiar to m- m- many people in our audience, but there are other people in our audience that when they hear Jason Freed, they're like, what, what about Jason Freed? You know, tell, tell us yeah. a little bit more. Tell, yeah. tell me, Andy, who is Jason Freed? Jason Freed is uh, a guy that's like you and I that started a company. Um, his has just done a lot better than ours so far. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, I, I've been reading up on him, listening to, to videos and things like that, but he started his company as, I think, a web design company, hired a programmer, and uh, they were trying to handle, and this is really fascinating to me, they're trying to, to fix a problem in their office, which was to manage, to, to do program management with these different things they were doing within their office. And this, this guy on his team wrote, some software and then other people, their clients started asking for the software and that software became Basecamp, which okay. is at base, basecamphq.com. Okay. And basically they created Basecamp and then high rise and campfire and this, this software, this online software, that's the company and the company's called 37 signals.com. Uh, and Jason Fried is just a guy that has done an amazing job at building a subscription based software model. And Cliff, currently, currently they have 3 million subscribers. Wow. To, to, and I believe this is just to Basecamp. And the lowest version of Basecamp is $24 a month. That wow. is $72 million a month. <laughs> that is unbelievable, my friend. So, so. Uh-oh. It, it let, and we get to talk to this guy next week. Yeah, and, and he's also connected. Uh, one of the people that he's connected to very closely is uh, Jeff Bezos. Is that his name? Uh, there is, and that's another great point. There is only one investor in 37 Signals. Yes. And it's, and it's the, I don't know if it's the founder. Is yeah. he the found? founder? The founder, founder of, 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 go ahead. Amazon, of Amazon.com. He's yeah. the only person that, you know, the backer of the company. And, and 
you know, to, to do a couple steps forward, what that basically means is he has the, the greatest return on his investment. And, uh, and, and obviously, this isn't on the stock exchange. Um, so Bezos, or whatever his name is, he's, he's reaping the benefits of Jason and his team. Uh, and they keep launching things, Cliff. They just launched something called Haystack, which is a, a place where web developers can basically say, hey, I'm available to hire. And it's this really high-level uh, hiring system. So we're going to get to talk to him about business. I mean, if you if you look up, I put a, a link to to um, his Wikipedia page, uh, a profile. But there's some videos that we're going to have in the notes that I, I put on here uh, that have Jason just talking about business and about how to do business. And here's the fun part, friends, is this guy's got some opinions. Like Cliff, here's, here's one thing. I don't know if you saw this video or not. He will not hire you to be uh, one of his employees if you don't use a Mac. Wow, that's good. I like that. Like, and he's like, uh, because we use Mac and we think Macs are better. So if you don't use a Mac, then don't apply. <laughs> did you know, did you know that he, that he does not allow any employee of his company uh, to work more than four four days a week? Wow, I know that he. Uh, I didn't know that. Here's something else: is that uh, he never asks his. Well, I should say he, the only amount of hours that he asks his employees about is making sure they don't work too many. He doesn't care. He says, I don't care how many hours they work and I don't care where they work. I want them to get their work done. Yep. Period. Yep. So it's funny because there's an article and gosh, I need to find it because it was in uh, Inc. Magazine and uh, it's about his work day. And it's like, (laughs) I get in the office about 10, you know, about noon, I read a book, you know, I mean, it's like, and you kind of are jealous of the guy, but he's not like lazy. No. He's just saying, you know, I'm not going to follow what everyone else wants me to follow. And he's built his company that way. And, you know, he says no all the time because people are always asking, why don't you update Basecamp? I mean, it's very, 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 very basic software. Yep. And I'm sure behind it, it's pretty complex. But when you look at it, it's sort of like, that's it. But then you start to use it and you realize this thing just works. Yeah. And it doesn't have all kinds of bells and whistles, but it works. And he's made probably billions of dollars making things simple that's his big thing is simple design fixed problems yeah and he's done a great job doing it so i have some questions here for you um first of all can you explain what is Basecamp real quick sure Basecamp is a project management software so let's just say cliff and i are working on uh, let's say i'm going to launch my own podcast okay cliff yep and uh but i have i've got content that i want you to help build uh, or plug into a wordpress page Okay, I've got pictures. I need you to do that for. Uh, so we would have a shared to-do list. You can assign me to-dos, and we can put notes on them. We can have messages back and forth, and then we can tag them. So if you send me a message in Basecamp, I get an email. I respond to the email, and it doesn't just send an email to you. It actually sends uh, the message back into Basecamp. So what it is is it's a, it's the central hub for project management, and it's just really simple. It's really easy to use. And it's the other great thing is just like we were talking about with uh, Vimeo earlier, it's not branded all over the place. So I could send someone to, I think it's basecamp.moreprofittechnology.com or something like that. And all you see is my logo and a login. You don't see 37 signals or Basecamp or whatever. And so I, if when I, when I get a new client, we start a new project and I give them a name and a login and I put their company logo on there and they're like, wow, this guy has his own little project management system. And they have that on a small scale, 
and then they have like huge ones. I think like 150 bucks a month is the biggest one you can have. And um, so there's these huge companies using it, and there's solopreneurs like myself that use this to manage projects. So you and use this, and and, and it work, and you really enjoy doing that, uh, using that to interact and communicate with your clients. Then I can tell you this: uh, my business has grown tremendously in the last two months. And while that might not be like a long-term impressive thing for people, okay, I would say one of the keys to my business growing is Basecamp. And it's that kind of stuff where it's like, what has helped your business grow the most? What is that thing? Well, one of those things for me has been Basecamp because it, it helps me stay organized. Okay. You know, I, I love Google Docs. I love all those other tools we use. I love threaded email and Gmail. Those kind of things keep us organized, right? Yep. Because you don't lose stuff. But Basecamp is still a place that, you know, it, it really helps me in my organization and manage projects and start to, see them from start to finish. And frankly, the other part of it is it, it makes me look more professional. Right. And as a solopreneur, I need to look more, I need to look bigger than I am. You know, people want to know that I have a system. I'm not just winging it. They're not just a folder on my computer, you know. And again, as you said earlier, actually today in an earlier podcast, you're moving towards everything being web-based because it's web-based. I love it. I can get to it from any computer, you know. Right. So, okay, a, a question for you then. Uh, Basecamp, do, do, is it like a contact man, content or not, a client manager? Do you have like all your contacts and uh, phone numbers, that, email addresses? Is that all built into it? You can create separate profiles for individuals and you can put that contact information in there. It integrates with another one of their uh, softwares, uh, products, which is called HiRise, and that is a content, that is a contact management system online. So they've created these things, they've sort of sliced them up. And, and the, the irony is they're dead simple. They're almost too simple. Like I'm not a total fanboy of Basecamp. There's things that I don't like about it, okay, uh, for sure. But what it does do, it does really well. It's just like Google Docs, okay? Google Docs is not the be-all, end-all of, of online editing. But what it does, it does pretty good. Right. And that's the same with Basecamp. So Basecamp is pretty simple, and then they have these other, these other products that I haven't seen any use for. I'm just starting to use HiRise. But the alternative is something like ACT. Do you, are you familiar with ACT? I've heard of it, but I have not used it. Basically, it's like, it's like Outlook is for email, but it's for, contact, for content or contact management. Right. It's this you know, software you buy and it's on your computer. Yeah. But it's just got like 8,000 boxes you can put information into. Okay. Way more than I need, right? Right. And so the thing with HiRise or Basecamp is it could be more, it could do more, but they just they keep it simple. And I hope they improve them and I think they will. But at the end of the day... You know, it does what I need it to do, and it helps my business, and that's all I really care about. And for twenty four bucks a month, I can handle that. Right. So, so I actually was, you know, in in preparation of talking with him, I was I was looking at some of the products that they have, and I was going to sign up for one of the free accounts for HighRiseHQ.com, uh-huh. and I went in to sign up, and it says, "I'm sorry, GSPN.HighRiseHQ.com is already taken." It seems that I guess back when he was on, Jason Fried was on. Uh, uh, Ned at night with Leo Laporte. Uh, I had signed up after hearing about the different products oh, back okay. then. So I signed in. I, I just chose it. I, I used the password that I thought it might be. And sure enough, I signed in. And they have this thing called deals. And I like the idea of these things called deals 
which is I can actually say, you know, hey, this deal is is that somebody's contacted me about buying, you know, a, a equipment. And what I'm able to do is that that is a deal with that particular person and I can actually add notes and it keeps them in chronological order and everything and I can add any kind of correspondence and it's it's all there in one place online and I really do like the it's it's a filing system. It's yeah. a it's a digital online filing system. Right. I, I will tell you I am I just don't know what my roadblock is in my mind, but sometimes it's like, okay, but how can I what if I what if three years down the road I decide I don't want to use this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what do we I, should ask him about that. We should ask him about I, that. I, I mean that's, that's that's the hard part. Yeah. How do I get my information out if I if it's in there? And I know that there are some export options, right? But you know, the fundamental question is export it to what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where does this I mean, go? What do you move it out of? You know, there's not like a um offline high rise. I mean, and that's another thing I'd love to see. Like, you know, you, you had some questions earlier about uh, using Google for your mail and calendar and things like that. And people are always freaking out about the cloud. What if the cloud goes down what if gmail goes down what if well you can you can enable offline calendar offline documents offline mail so it's all on your desktop so if you ever lose your connection you can still get to it you know um and that's what i'd love to see for him is say and i'm going to ask him this you know what what do you say to those people like me that i'm i'm sort of holding back from embracing all of the online stuff because i still want to have a backup on my computer does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, th- those are the kinds of those are the kinds of things that are concerning for me because you know what I I want to build my business and and I, I I'm starting to get to the point where I need some more digital management of all my clients, absolutely. all my all the correspondence. You know, Google Docs. I've I've outgrown Google Docs now, <laughs> and Good for you and, and stuff. It, it's just like man, this is I I really need to start cover. And I love the idea of deals. I can say, okay, let me look at the last 30 days of all the deals that were proposed. And are there any that I didn't close? You know, absolutely. Let me follow up on these. You know, just stuff like that. Whereas, you know, I've got, for those who are watching the the, um, live stream, this right here, these are all printed out Excel spreadsheets of quotes and proposals that I've done that, that are just sitting around. And it's like, you know, I need to contact these people. And, yeah. and what if, you know, maybe I'm working remotely and I've got two or three hours. Why, if it's all at home, that's a problem, you know, but if it was online, I could just, you could just pick it up and say, Hey, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, but I, again, it's that, you know, do I, do I go with something like 37 signals or do I look for something that I can store locally on my hard drive that can be backed up and. And all that other stuff. So lots of things to think about there. And I'm looking forward to the conversation. I imagine that next week we'll talk about some of the products that he has and ask him some questions about that. I'm really looking forward to also getting into some of the entrepreneurial you know, business stuff. Because I know he does a lot of consulting with people to train them about different ways to think about business. And I'm looking forward to getting some of that as well. Yeah. We're going to pick his brain and... Uh... We're not going to throw them a bunch of softballs. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. uh, that's happening at what time next week? We, we've actually moved our schedule around here for Business Tech Weekly. Yeah. It is 2 Central, 3 Eastern next week. Jason Freed 
CEO of 37signals.com. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll be with us live. Exactly. And, and for those of you who don't know this, our normal schedule from this point forward is uh, Thursdays uh, at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Central. But we are an hour earlier next week to, to kind of coincide with uh, Jason's schedule. And also want to let you know on Thursday the 26th, that's when we would have uh, Thanksgiving week there, my friend. I, yeah. I believe. Let me. Where's my calendar? So what I wanted to know with you, um, can we do that on Wednesday? Absolutely. I'm uh, excited. That week? We'll, have great, we'll have great content. So right. we're, we're, we've about tripled our online viewership uh, moving to the afternoon. So y- Yes, we have. And by the way, I, I spoke incorrectly. 4.30 p.m. Right. 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 3.30 Central is when our normal regular scheduled time is. But you can always find the most up-to-date information at gspn.tv slash schedule. Hey, if you guys want to ask a question next week, give us a call on our listener feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. And uh, until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.